0: Many times that we have is we listen to stuff but don't realize we ne- we didn't really hear what we listened to. Right. Why? Because I really don't expect to experience what I listen to. If you, if you don't experience what you believe, you never really believed it. Amen. I believe Jesus saved me from my sin. Well, have you experienced not sinning? Right. If, if you're still in sin, you are yet to believe that. Amen. You see what I'm saying? So so now we have created a culture that operates more in fantasy than faith. We like to hear stories we never expect to experience. We like to hear stories we never expect to live. We, we like to hear stories about prayer, but we never expect to actually pray and change stuff. Right. right. We like to hear stories about laying hands on the sick and they recover. But we don't expect when we see somebody sick to actually do it ourselves. Why? Because we listened to it, but never heard it. Faith without works is dead. If I don't expect to do what I say I believe, then actually my faith is a dead faith. Amen. God didn't give us this Bible so we could talk about what he did. God gave us this Bible so we could say, and the works that he did shall we do. And even greater works than these because I go to the Father. And so I want to deal with you today about hearing. Come on, somebody say hearing. 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 Not listening because most of us, most of us know how to listen, but very few know how to hear. Amen. You don't hear everything you listen to. Right? Matter of fact, I would say it this way because some of, we say that and we get so mad at our children. Didn't we, didn't I tell you to clean your room? And they'll come to you after two hours and they ain't clean their room and tell you, I didn't hear it. And what you do? Go off. They get popped. They get whooped. But how many times? It's not that they didn't listen to you. They just, their mind wasn't in a place to hear what you said. And so we whoop them like they were disobedient when in actuality they don't honor what we're saying enough to hear it. they really didn't hear you tell them to clean their room because their mind was on something else and hearing that at that time was more important than listening to what you were saying. As much as we hate our children do it, we come to church and do it every week. And what I realize is, is I can't get upset when they don't do it because they actually ain't hearing what they're listening to. Amen? Amen? And so now, We have to have a different approach. We have to begin to cultivate ears and make people aware. See, you can't shift from listening to hearing unless you understand you listening and ain't hearing. But once you begin to be conscious, now you at least have the opportunity to make the adjustment. That adjustment is called repentance, renewing a mind. And we got to get out of our mind the idea that repentance means every time I do something wrong, I come to the altar. That is not what repentance means. Repentance means every time my mind is renewed and I think more like God thinks, I have repented. We need to repent to the degree we don't think like God. Every time we think more like God, we've repented. It's not when I go out and I do something bad, I got to come to the altar and say, I'm sorry. Remorse is not repentance. There are people that feel bad about the way that they live, but they keep on living that way. Right? Repentance isn't you changing what you do. Repentance is you changing how you think. Why? Because you can try to change what you do all day, but if you continue to think the way that you think, you're still going to go back and do what you always did. Right? Right? I don't, I don't care how much you don't want to smoke until you change the way you think, you're still going to smoke. Right. You can't change what you do first. You got to change how you think before you can change what you do. Right? You. right? And so religion just forces you to act the way you're really not. Kingdom releases a grace for transformation where you can actually think in a way where you can stop doing and living the way that you have done and the way that you lived. That's what I want to deal with today because it all starts with hearing. I I want to deal with hearing because the way we hear dictates the way we think. I want to go to Mark chapter 4, verse number 21. I'm trying to do it, but I keep on failing because you're trying to do something and you ain't changed your mind about what you're doing. Derek Prince said it this way, he'll deliver. God never agreed to deliver you from your friends, only your enemies. As long as you think you can still get some good out of what you're doing wrong, God ain't going to deliver you from it. Until you can see it for what it really is, nothing good about it. Right? Mark chapter 4, verse 21. Look what it says. And this is Jesus speaking. He said... And he said unto them, is a candle brought to be put under a bushel or under a bed and not to be set on a candlestick? Verse 22, for there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested. Neither was anything kept secret but that it should come abroad. Verse 23, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, take heed. Everybody say what? What? Take heed what you hear, for with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you, and unto you that hear shall more be given. Verse 25. For he that hath to him shall be given, and he that hath not from him shall be taken, even that which he hath. Very, very interesting. There is a parallel verse that Luke gives in Luke chapter 8. And I want to go to the, his parallel verse where he mentioned the, and he saw the same scenario that Mark saw and he describes it too. Luke chapter 8, verse 16. Thank you. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Thank you. Luke chapter 8, verse 16. Look at this. It says here, no man, when he hath lighted a candle, covereth it with a vessel, or putteth it under a bed, but setteth it on a candlestick that they which enter in may see the light. The mistake we made is when we read that in Mark, when you're a new believer, you kind of peruse through it in Luke. Because I already read that. He's just saying the same thing. He is not saying the same thing. But when you're a young believer, you actually think he's saying the same thing. Amen? But it's not exactly the same thing. And we're going to go over that in a minute. Please don't think you've already read it. You got to read the scripture like you ain't never read it every time you read it. If you're going to get what God wants to tell you out of it. You got to know, although you know it, you really don't know it. And you will get to know it more. Right? Verse 17. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be, be known and come abroad. Verse 18, take heed therefore how you hear for whosoever hath to him shall be given and whosoever hath not from him shall be taken even that which he seemeth to have. Father, we just thank you and we bless you right now that you speak clearly to your people and I bless you for this atmosphere of grace, mercy and transformation that's already in this place. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. God's people said amen. If you would put up that first slide for me I want you to notice a big difference between the way that Mark said what he said and the way that Luke said what he said. And it's in that first slide that I asked for you to make. In Mark chapter 4 and verse 24, the Bible, if you read it closely, it says, take heed what you hear. To Everybody say what. Mark heard Jesus say, take heed what you hear. W-H-A-T. If you look at Luke chapter 8, verse 18, Luke heard it a little bit different. Luke heard, and it blessed me as I was riding and just fellowshipping with God. Luke, in Luke chapter 8, verse 18, if we could get that up really, really fast. Luke 8, verse 18 says, take heed how you hear. So Mark says, take heed what you hear. Luke says, take heed how you hear. Notice the subtle difference between how Mark heard what Jesus said and how Luke heard what Jesus said, right? Mark heard Jesus say take heed how you or excuse me what you hear. Luke heard Jesus say take heed how you hear, and both of them heard Jesus accurately. Right? Neither one of them made a mistake. He, Jesus said one thing and they heard two things out of that one thing because the word has multiple levels when it speaks. My God. It has more than one meaning. That's why many folks can't go on because once they get a meaning, they think they got it. All right. So in actuality, Mark and Luke are both right. Jesus said, be careful what you hear. And Jesus said, be careful how you hear both at the same time. You, right? So what, n- 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 let me break this down. We both need to be cautious of what we hear and cautious of how we hear because in actuality, what we hear dictates how we hear. I want to walk this out for a minute, amen, and you got to understand the importance of getting this. I'm going to say that again. What we hear dictates how we hear. Take heed what you hear. Take heed how you hear because what you hear is how you hear. Or he said it this way, with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. For whosoever have to him shall be given. He's talking about hearing. He's not talking about money. He's talking about how you hear. Amen. The measure you get is based off of the measure you already have. What you already have dictates what you can be given. You can't be given anything beyond what you already have. Jesus is dealing with the interplay between thinking and hearing. He's dealing with the interplay between thinking and the interplay between hearing. In other words, what Jesus is saying is what kind of thoughts you have dictates what kind of thoughts you can hear. What kind of thought, the way that you already think, dictates the way that you can hear what somebody says. We can hear what Jesus is trying to help us understand is we cannot hear thoughts outside of our current thought pattern. We cannot hear thoughts outside of our current thought pattern. I'm going to help you today because this is why a lot of people listen and don't hear because they can only hear what they've based off of what they already heard because they think what they already heard is the only thing that there is. What you hear dictates how you hear and what you can and cannot hear in the future. What you hear dictates how you hear and what you can and cannot hear in the future. Why is that such a big deal for us? Because faith cometh by hearing. Uh-huh. And, and, and we understand if we're gonna maintain this place, we're gonna do it by faith, but we can't do that if we can't hear based off of what we've already listened to. Right. What you hear, this is so key. What you hear gives you a way to hear. And I'm gonna break it down in a minute, but you gotta get that. Whatever you have already heard gave you a way that you're going to hear everything else you hear after that. What you hear gives you a way of thinking. A way of hearing is a way of thinking. Can I give you a thought? When I'm going through, I don't need somebody preaching to me. I need somebody that can hear how I feel. I need somebody That can listen to me. I don't need the Bible. I don't need verses. I don't need preaching. I just need somebody that can understand me. That was a way of thinking. If you you heard that, it disqualifies you from hearing anything else outside of that. If you're ever put in a position where you're going through, you're not going to look for a preacher. You're going to look for a counselor because what you heard has controlled what you're willing to hear. Everybody follow what I'm saying? The problem is God sends preachers, not counselors, right. right? And so what we hear controls how we hear, or I say it this way, what we've already heard controls how we currently hear. Therefore, be careful how you hear because we can't hear outside of what we've already heard. Everybody following Jesus's dialogue. What we hear dictates how we hear. Jesus has set the captives free. There is no sin. There is no depression. There is no addiction that is holding you. The question is, can you hear that? Right. You. Oh, has what I've already previously heard keep me from hearing that, although I listen to it? Right? So, so now, I hear, man, no, you got to struggle through stuff. You got to walk through stuff. People don't change overnight, right? What I've heard keeps me from what I just listened to. Right. See, many of you heard that you're set free. The captain set free. There is no addiction. But I'm still addicted to cigarettes, but there is no addiction. Right. Right. You're set free from addiction. I'm still struggling with sin. You're free from sin. You're listening, but you can't hear. Why? Because you already heard everybody got a sin struggle. Everybody got something they're going through. What you heard disqualifies you from hearing what's currently being said. Everybody follow what I'm saying? Because what? Faith comes by hearing. I heard we have to work through it, and what I heard controls how I hear, so I can't hear he already set me free. I ain't free. Oh, yes, you are. You just can't hear it yet. And you'll never experience that freedom. You're not going to experience that freedom because he set you free. He already set you free. You're just going to experience that freedom when you actually hear it. God set me free on July 21st 1995 he saved me you lying he did not save you on July 21st 1995 he saved you on a Friday uh, when he went to a cross y'all ain't hearing me when he went up Calvary's hill and he hung on a rugged cross and he said it was finished you just finally heard on July 21st 1995 you got saved but you were already saved before you heard it and when you heard you got to experience it. He is not doing nothing anymore. He already did it. The question is, can you hear it? I just need God to free me. That's why you can't get free because he already freed you. And until you can hear that, you're going to keep on trying to get free from something that ain't holding you. It's crazy to put yourself in a straight jacket. Most believers put their self in a straight jacket based off of what they already heard. So, he—I can't hear. He already set me free, because I got to work my way out of this sin. I got to work my way through this th- through this issue. Now, get this: I got to work my way through this sin. I got to work my way through this issue. Is actually faith. It's just my version. Come on, come on. See, faith come by hearing. I heard somebody say, "You got to work through your struggles. Got to bring you through them, but you got to work through them." I'm actually operating in what I heard. Mm-hmm. It is, my faith is just not God's. Right. God Almighty. Right. <laughs> because of what I heard, I actually believe that. Therefore, it's an actual version of faith, just not a version of faith according to God's perfect will. I just believe I got, so guess what God gonna do? He's gonna work you through it. Thank but it's not his perfect will. Right. Because that's just where your faith is. Amen. So I'm actually working through my issues by a faith based on what I heard. It's just not the God kind of faith that would give me access to freedom now. Some people don't want to hear I can be free now because they feel like they have, are justified in being bound. Some of you don't want to believe you can leave here and never drink again. You can leave here and never have fornication again because you've already heard you got to work through that. Don't nobody change overnight. I got more faith in that than to believe I'm free right now. Most people would rather believe I can't be free right now. I like that faith. Most people are scared. Most people actually have more faith in lack than they do abundance. Right? Right? Now, watch this. Mark chapter 4, verse 23. so powerful. If any man have ears to hear, let him what? We have to be careful or cautious on what we hear because whoever we hear is giving us ears. Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. Whatever you heard gave you your ear. Whoever you're hearing is giving you your ear. Whoever you hear gives you ears. What I hear is giving me how I'm allowed to hear. Some of us aren't allowed to hear I'm free right now. You can't hear that. I can't see that. That's not an impossible. You ain't going to tell me I've struggled so much I try to get free so you can't hear it. Right. And you're not allowed to. He that hath ears let him hear. Right? Some people aren't allowed to hear you can live without seeing. Amen? No one has ever given them ears to hear it. Some people are not allowed to hear you can live the rest of your you're supposed to live the rest of your life without ever being weary. We get tired, but we never grow weary. Weary is grown. You grow it like plants. We are never to be weary, depressed, despondent for 24 hours, not one day of our life. But you it just depends on has anyone ever given you an ear to hear that? If you have not been given an ear to hear that by hearing somebody say that, then it's impossible for you to hear that. And if you've already believed somebody that said we all have our ups and downs, we all have our dog days, we all have our rainy days, the ear that you gave to them keeps you from having an ear to hear that. All right. Be careful how you hear. Amen. Right? Because whatever you hear gives you the limits on what you can hear. You. Everybody find what I'm saying? So our ears, watch this, are given by what we hear. Who you been listening to? Right? Who you been listening to is giving you your ears. It's hard to be single and and, and stay and and live right. That's what you gave your ears to. Mm -hmm. So that's what you can hear. When somebody gets up here and says God will keep you, he'll keep you perfectly. You do not have to struggle back and forth with sexual sin when you're single. Girl, please, you ain't real. I need somebody to get up there that's real. No, you just can't hear that. Your ears and what you already heard won't allow you to hear the truth. Not your facts. I know by fact men struggle with sex. I know by fact, but that ain't truth. Because there's only one thing that's truth. Thy word is truth. The problem is facts shall pass away, but truth shall abide. Yes. Right? Amen. right? Amen. Our ears are given by what we hear. Therefore, we must learn the art of listening without hearing. Thank you, Lord. Now, you got to learn. I'm going to say this. You got to learn the art, amen, outside of the true declared word of God to listen to folk that you ain't hearing. Right. Why? See, because I, me personally, I've learned to listen to people that I don't hear because they operate in a lower level ear. I understand their version of faith is too low for me to operate in what I'm operating in. So I'll li- I got, I've I got to love you enough and understand you enough to listen to you, although I do not validate what you're saying because it's a lower level ear that's keeping you in a lower level faith that's keeping you operating in a lower level freedom. Everybody follow what I'm saying? And so now I've got to learn how to listen to people and let them say their version. Right. Amen. And now without hearing what they're saying, because I can't validate that because I know there's a level higher than that. You don't know there's a level higher than that because you've never been at a level higher than that. All you know is where you're at. Amen. 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 They're hearing God based on the development level of their ear. Do you? I need y'all to understand. Your ears are supposed to be developing. Thank you. Thank you. What you've heard isn't. Thank you, Lord. This, our ears and our ability to hear is supposed to grow. Thank you, Lord. I'm gonna show you something that's so so key. This, this, what we've heard, and oh God, I hope y'all get this. What we heard isn't so we can hold on to what we heard. What we hear now sets us up for what we're going to be allowed to hear later. See, a lot of, our problem is what we heard we think we're supposed to hold on to when actually what we heard was just to set us up for what we can hear later. And the only reason why we can hear what we hear in 2018 is because of what we heard in 2017. The only reason why we can hear in October what we can hear in October is because of what we heard in March. What I heard in March wasn't it. It was a setup to hear what I can hear now. Right. And a lot of people don't even know the kingdom operate like that. You're not hearing what you're hearing because what we're hearing is it. We're hearing what we're hearing because what we're going to hear in 2019. 19 All right. Amen. Sure. Thank you, uh, that's not true Jesus that's what he said Mark chapter 4 verse 24 put it up Thank you, take heed watch what he says he said the only reason why you hear is so you can hear All right. take heed what you hear go to v- verse 25 for he that what hath what hearing shall get more Hearing, for he that hath to him shall be given future tense. What we hear isn't so we can stop and say we've heard, it's so we can have permission to hear the next thing. Some people can't, some of you are listening and not hearing because you didn't hear what was last said. The only way I can hear what's being said next is what I heard what was already said. Amen? Amen. This is so, so, so key. If I don't understand that what we heard then is so what we can hear now, we'll try to continue to teach now what we heard then and turn our now into then. What happens when I'm still trying to teach now what God spoke to me in 2015? I turned 2018 into 2015 because what I heard then, I'm still teaching now, not understanding what I heard then, is so I can hear something fresh in 2019. If we don't understand that we've heard that, we'll continue to try to teach now what we heard then and continue to turn our now into then, and that is two words, tradition and religion. Right. Tradition and religion is simply somebody that got a revelation then that says we still need to be reteaching that now. Right. And so they continue to turn their now into that then. You got to be baptized. You got to go down to the water and you got to be baptized. You are correct. But after Jesus was baptized, right. he went on and did other things. He didn't just keep on getting baptized over and over and over. That was a word that I heard then so I could do something else different now. All right. God, I hope y'all get that. You. you have to give God praise. You got to dance. You got to shout. God, Pentecostalism. You're right. You do. But after Jesus danced and shouted, y'all know he did in scripture, he did. Jesus actually danced. And he shouted when his disciples of 72 came back with the testimony that they had cast out devils and they were subject in his name. The Bible says he danced. And he, but after he danced and he shouted, he went on to do other things. I, go, I cannot just keep on coming to dance and to shout because I'm just going to continue to turn my now into what happened then. Glory be to God. You have to repent of your sins. You're right. But if I stay at the river with John the Baptist and I just keep on saying, repent for your sins, repent for your sins, repent for your sins. Eventually, I got to get my head cut off because Jesus went on after that. All right. yes. Stop trying to make what happened then now. What was said then is so we can move into what we're experiencing now. Yes. God, I hope y'all get that. I lost my voice saying that. It was so hard in my God, I wish I could have made a, a uh, deep, very white voice when I said it, but my voice went light when I said it. I felt it so much, it just gave out on me. Thank you. Glory to God. Thank you. If we don't understand, like, no, man, we are, I made the mistake of continuing to name myself, <sighs> allowing people to name, he is a fire and bristle preacher. No, I'm not. It's a repentance church. us. No, it's, it's not just. No, no, no. Jesus still preached repentance with other stuff. Right. It's not that we just move from it, but it's no longer the main idea. It becomes a detail. Right. God, that's the best way I can say it. At one point, it was the main idea to give us that expression. But if we stay there, we go no further. At some point, if I go on, it's no longer the main idea. It becomes a detail. Right. Thank you, Lord. Everybody find what I'm saying? If we don't understand that what we heard then is so we can hear now, we'll try to continue to teach now what we heard then and turn our now into our then. We hear so more hearing can be given, not so we can simply rally around what we already heard. Take heed what you hear, for he that hath more shall be We are hearing some tremendous things now. God has moved us to a tremendous place. And some of you are still stuck because you're trying to say, hold on, pastor used to be like this and pastor used to talk like that and he's not doing this and he's not talking like that anymore. So what's up with that? Was you you wrong? No, I wasn't wrong. That was necessary for that time. But we didn't have the whole picture. What I heard is so what we can hear. So we can be here. So we can be where we are now. Right. Amen. 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 So you must have been wrong in what you. No, it wasn't wrong. Amen. Renew your mind. You. Was John wrong? He got his head cut off for it. Right. Was he wrong? No. He just did it after he wasn't supposed to do it no more. What happens when there's a time I don't want you taking folk to the Jordan River no more? What did John do? John continued to do something after the season was over. He testified very clearly, I am to baptize until the Messiah is revealed. The Messiah is revealed, and he's still running around, running up to Herod and saying, you ain't got no business being with your, with your brother's wife. But that, no, you are past due, brother. You ain't supposed to be dealing with that no more. You did what you were supposed to do at the Jordan, and now you're supposed to be following Jesus, but you're still trying to hang out at the Jordan Ministry was what he did wrong no he just did it too long right everybody following what I'm saying amen so so he goes on to say for he that hath to him shall be what for he that has what can I, can I go back through it what we hear gives us the way to hear. What I'm willing to hear is based off of the pattern of thinking that I already heard gave me. What I hear now is based off of the pattern of thinking that what I already heard gave me. A way of hearing is a way of thinking. To him that hath more of what he already has, he will be given. He's referring to having spirit or flesh. He's referring to being carnally minded or spiritually minded. He that hath will be given more. If I have a spiritual, if I have spiritual kingdom thinking, then I'll be given more spiritual kingdom thinking because I only, I'll only be able to hear spiritual kingdom thinking. Amen. And when I, all I do, what I operate in, I can get more of. If I have fleshly carnal thinking then I'll be given more fleshly carnal thinking because I'll only be able to hear carnal thinking I can only get more of what I already have everybody follow? to he who has more will be given if I can hear the spirit of Jesus sinless uh, if I can hear the fact that there's sinless life living in me then can be added to that I can live without sin But if I never heard sinless life, the spirit of God lives in me, there's nothing to add on to me the actual victory over sin on a personal level. Everybody follow what I'm saying? If I if I hear Amen. uh, if I can hear Jesus has given me peace that surpasses all understanding. If I can hear that, then when I'm in calamity and tragedy, what can be added to me is calm and peace. Right. Because I heard that. But but if I if I hear everybody got their ups and downs, everybody go through their day, everybody got their days. Then what can be added to me is wanting to give up because that's what I heard happens. I heard that. So that's the only thing that can be added. I don't want you to sit up there and tell me while I'm going through. You're going to make it. People will actually tell you, I don't want to hear that. You know that, right? You're going to make it. It's going to be all right. I don't want to hear that. You don't know what I'm going through. You got to go through what I'm going through to be able to help me. That's what you heard. So that's all you can hear. Be careful how you hear. See, some of you have now disqualified yourself from getting free because you said you can't free me unless you know unless you know me and you done been where I've been. You've disqualified yourself. What you heard keeps you from hearing. If you ain't been where I've been, you can't tell me nothing. Who told you that? Be careful how you hear. Because to who hears, more will be given. If you actually hear that, at some point, anger is going to be given. And not only will you not listen to people who ain't been through what you've been through, you'll start talking about people who ain't been through what you've been through. You'll start attacking people who ain't been through what you've been through. You'll start uh, disqualifying their authenticity authenticity in ministry because they ain't been through what you've been through. And you will demand ultimately where you can't be at a church because no church always talks about what you're going through. It just adds on and adds on and adds on and adds on. Because you can only hear based off of what you already heard. There is no verse. I'm going to tell you a scripture. There is no verse that said, if you ain't been through what I've been through. That's not a verse in the Bible. Amen. So, So now what we need to understand is the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom. I'm walking in the kingdom. Are you walking in righteousness? Right. Do you have joy? Thank you, Lord. And is there peace? Thank you, Lord. That's the kingdom. It ain't telling people you got you better get right with God or you're going to hell. Because there's a lot of people telling people you need to get right with God or you're going to hell that have no peace. Amen. No joy. And actually still on the side tip struggle with sin. Y'all know that, right? Amen. Usually the one that struggles with it is the first one to try to call it out. Right. Righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. I'm in the spirit. Do you have righteousness? Are you free? Thank you, Lord. I'm in the kingdom. Are you walking in joy? Right? When you go to minister to somebody, is there peace in your spirit? I got a word for you. Is there peace? Does that word come out of a place of peace in your heart? If that word didn't come out of a place of peace in your heart, God didn't give you that word to say, or he did, but you're not in a condition to say it yet. Righteousness, but I ain't gonna hear that because I just feel this burden and I gotta tell, you know what we do, this is what we do. And I bless God because we have some wonderful intercessors in here and and, and one of the intercessors text me and and, and, and prophets text me, and, um, prophetess, and she probably won't mind me, Tasha, and I, I respect her as a prophet, I believe she hears God. She said, God ain't playing. God ain't playing. And my thing is, you're right. But God wasn't playing, isn't playing, and ain't going to be playing. All at the same time. He wasn't playing before you knew he wasn't playing. But yet he had mercy on you while you was playing. So once you find out he ain't playing, why are you going to get mad at everybody? (laughs) No, he wasn't playing before you knew it. He wasn't playing, isn't playing, and ain't going to be playing. You just got the revelation he ain't playing, and now you want everybody to be serious with you. He wasn't playing when you were still playing. Amen. Amen. And so now there still must be balance in our revelation. It's like, man, God ain't playing now. He never changes. He never changes. We just change when we figure out the parts of him that have never changed. Amen. So God ain't playing no more. He judging people. He wasn't playing back then and he judging people. He ain't playing right now and judging people. He ain't going to be playing any judging people. You just finally figured it out. Now every you want everybody around you to get serious. It ain't new. It's just new to you. And so when you get something new, it has to be balanced. Cuz now you got to start treating people like God treated you while you were still playing even though he was never playing. Everybody follow what I'm saying? There has to be balance in this thing. We've got to begin to learn the knowledge of God at a greater level. God is love. You finally got the revelation of his love. But then you have to balance that out with God is also righteous. God is merciful, but he's also severe. And the problem is many times we learn about the righteousness, or excuse me, we learn about the mercy, but we don't learn about the severity. And so we overemphasize mercy and reject the people who preach about his severity. And then the people that preach about his severity uh, um, um, now uh, don't have nothing to do with the people that preach about his mercy. But there has to be balance between. He's all of those at the same time. Don't think what you just learned. Everybody got, you know. Amen. Amen. And so now it keeps us from going to an extreme, Thank you, Lord. right? Because we just came out of a season where we understood the necessity of righteousness. God brought us out of it the necessity of walking in obedience with God, the necessity of not playing with God, the necessity of not trying to use God to get the world, right? Right. But that don't mean, now we have to still come over to the gray side and understand that when we understand that, God will bless us in this world. God will give us things in this world. There has to be a balance between both of them. We can't just hang out in one. He's all those at the same time. Amen. 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 So, now the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace at all times. Right now. Righteousness, joy, and peace. That's the kingdom right now. The kingdom only operates on one time, now. Righteousness and joy and peace, now. What if you go home and you find out your house burned now? Righteousness, joy, and peace. Now you're now is looking at your house burning. Righteousness, joy, and peace now. What if you find out they, they now laid off on your job? Right. Righteousness, joy, and peace now. now. The kingdom is always keeps you in a now. It doesn't matter what happened, I'm still in now. Right. Now, righteousness, joy, peace. If we think carnally, we'll only hear what will cause us to grow carnally. If we think spiritually, we can only hear what will cause us to grow spiritually. If I have kingdom thinking, I'll be given more kingdom thinking. Right. If I have carnal thinking, then I'll be given more carnal thinking. We can only get based off of what we already have. Right. Everybody following what I'm saying? The way that, hey amen. Have you ever talked to somebody? I, I do it all the time. I ask people every now and again. I don't do it as much anymore. But I ask people after I preach, what did you get out of the word? And. There's a lot of people that never say what they got out of the word, they say what they already know about the word. They just say, you know, they'll actually go back to something they learned and will completely not describe anything that was just taught because they don't know how to hear. Mm -hmm. So when you listen and don't hear, the only thing you can do is repeat what you've already heard. And so now you have a group of people, like after I did this right now, if I gave people the mic, And I said, describe what you learned from this message. There would be at least 75% of the people I would guess to say, I hope, amen, that I'm wrong in that. But there would be about 75% of the people that probably say something that ain't got nothing to do. The Lord is a blessing. He'll he'll bless you. He'll keep you in the middle of the storm. That ain't got nothing to do with what we had thought. But that's just what you last heard. And you were listening and not hearing. So you can only say what you last heard. There has to be a shift. God is good, Heck, you know. And then you have the person that that don't really know anything. They didn't hear anything, so they get up and try to be powerful. God is good, and you need to give God praise. Come on, everybody, stand on your feet. God, God is so good. He's so good. That has nothing to do with anything that was said. <laughs> you listening but not hearing. Uh, see, we got to, we, we got to be spirit filled. We got to live by the. Right. But all you can do is say what you've already heard, because what you last heard is keeping you from hearing anything else. Because you think right. what you last heard was everything. When what you last heard is qualifying you to hear what you are being spoken right now. Amen. To he who hears more will be given. But if I think I got it, I can't get no more. Right? So let's just I'm almost done. Matthew chapter 4, verse 25. He says, For he that hath to him shall be given, and he that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he hath. This is so key, it's a key principle. He that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he hath. If I don't have kingdom thinking, then the kingdom thinking I have will be taken away from me. If I don't have kingdom thinking, then the little bit of kingdom thinking I have will be taken away from me. Anybody ever at a time when you praise, you felt God and at a time you felt like praying. Now people always say stuff like, no, there was a season in my life where I was just in prayer and I was just in God. And and and, and every time I prayed, oh, the Lord touched me. Every time I prayed, oh, the Lord blessed me. And I would love to sing in praise. But but now all of a sudden, there's no motivation and desire to pray like you once did, nor praise right. like you once did. And we think we lost it when in actuality, more than likely, it was taken away. It was taken away because you begin to entertain a thought pattern that was carnal. Right. Anytime, be careful how you hear. Anytime you start hearing the wrong person, eventually the little bit you had shall be taken away. Man, if you were a passionate praiser last year, God don't deal with diminishing. He only deals with increase. That means you should be 100% more passionate this year because the latter is always greater than the former. Obviously, something God took from you because God never decreases. He always increases. And if I was wildly praising God last year, Lord, I don't even know what to call my praise this year. If I was wildly in, in prayer last year, I don't even know what to call my prayer life right now. If I studied and was hungry for the word last year, I'm calling this starving what I'm doing right now. Everything is... Increases And if it doesn't increase, it got taken because you entertain a thought pattern that now contradicted kingdom lifestyle. You go too far. You got to have a life. He is life. What you mean you got to have or have your life? Never listen to somebody you wouldn't follow. Why would you listen to somebody you don't want to live like? The problem is we always wind up listening to the folks that we don't even want to live like. You wouldn't follow them, so why are you listening? You don't want to be in their condition. Why are you listening to them? All right. Thank you, Lord. right? When we, Thank you, Lord. what I'm telling you now is how many of you are experiencing on a personal level, God stirring up your spirit? Thank you. Are you experiencing that? Guess what? It's going to be greater next year. And now, guess what? You have permission to actually hear that. See, because before they just told us you have your ups and downs. Sometimes you're passionate for God. Sometimes you're not. No, that's a lie. There is no sometimes you're not. God lights a fire that never goes out. It actually gets bigger. you. You want them now, you're going to want them more. You saw God move through you, He going to move through you more. Glory to glory and faith to faith. We don't go from bondage to freedom, we go from free to freer. To freer than free, than freed from freer than free. Once you're free, you can no longer be bound, you can only be delivered from your current level of freedom. All you can do is get freer. But you don't have the right to live like that until you first hear it. He that hath ears, what you heard just gave you an ear. So now, guess what? It also did it. Cut off the ear that said, everybody got their ups and downs. You're going to be bound sometimes. You're going to be free. I'm going to listen to you, but I ain't going to hear that. I ain't got to hear that because that's fact, but that ain't truth. He said glory to glory and faith to faith. He didn't say bondage to freedom, back to bondage to freedom, back to struggle back to freedom, back to valley, then mountain, back to valley, then mountain, back to... That that ain't how it works. Right? Right? Right. You'll never be weary another day in your life because the truth is God doesn't want us to grow weary. Guess what? So when people tell you we all get weary, sometimes you can listen, but you ain't got to hear it. Right? Amen? Amen? Glory be to God. And so so we got to understand, but at the same token... What happens? He that have, more shall be given. He that hath not, him shall be taken what he has. What if I don't entertain carnal thinking? The carnal thinking I do have will be taken away. That's the good part of it. See, there was a time when I faced a certain thing or I dealt with a certain situation that I would fight with fear. But now I'm starting to face the same thing, deal with the same situation, and I'm no longer fighting with that fear anymore because I now entertain the thoughts and the words of God to the place where he took away the little bit of fear because I've refused to entertain the fear. Everybody gets scared sometimes. No, I'm not scared. I feel scared, but I am not fearful because God has given me the, the uh, power, love, and sound mind. He has not given me the spirit of fear. I'm getting butterflies, but I'm not fearful because he's made me strong in him and in the power of his mind. I feel like I'm nervous, but I'm not nervous because I have the spirit and the prince of peace over me. I refuse while I'm fe- while I'm experiencing the characteristics of fear to entertain the message of fear, and because I won't entertain the message of fear while I'm experiencing the characteristics of fear, that which I do have must be taken. Oh, devil, you gonna have to take this fear back. Devil, you gonna have. To- I'm not entertaining it. You gonna have to take this depression back. I'm not entertaining it. You gonna have to take this defeat back. I'm not entertaining it. You gonna have to take oh lord this heaviness back. I'm not entertaining it. If you don't entertain it, he got to take it back. I got to get free from fear. Don't entertain it. He'll take it. Ain't it a blessing when you make your enemy take your bondage? Go, uh, Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Anybody ever decided that you got something from the store that you didn't really want, but as long as you returned it in enough time, because there's a return policy, but you got to make sure you give it back in enough time. Oh, I'm talking up in here. And, and if you get it back in enough time, they got to take it back and give you your money back. Now, I felt fear. Y'all ain't hearing me. But as soon as I walked out the store, I realized I didn't want that item. So I went back in the store in enough time to make sure that I did not have to keep the fear that I felt. I'm not telling you you'll never feel it, but just take it back when you do. I'm not telling you you'll never feel depression. Just take it back when you I don't want this item. I want a full refund. I want my full refund of joy. I don't want half joy. I don't want part of joy. Stop uh, settling for half a refund. There was a time you couldn't stop dancing. Get a full refund until you can't stop dancing again. There was a time where you couldn't stop singing. Get a full refund until you can't stop singing. Again, there was a time. Take it back. For he that hath not, that which he hath shall be taken. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Can I help you? You that, that don't understand you're free from sin. There's a time where sin says you're still struggling with me. But if you don't entertain that, and you say he was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities, the chastisement of my people. I don't entertain that. Eventually, the devil got to take it. I'm taking this back to the story because this is not mine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm returning it. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Be careful how you hear. Because what you hear dictates how you hear. He that hath an ear, let him hear. What I'm telling you what's happening in this house right now is not. you're not just hearing something. You're getting an ear to hear what's coming next. There's something coming where glory be to God. Can I help you understand something? There's something coming in this church that if you don't get the ear from what's being preached, you will not be able to hear. There's a point in time where Jesus doesn't want to deliver us. He wants us to become deliverers. What happens when I know I don't have to be delivered no more? I can go out and say the spirit of the Lord thy God is upon me. And he hath anointed me. You are the light of the world. Stop trying to put everything on me. You are the salt of the earth. See, there's a time in your faith where it's good to say, God, you got to take it. God, you got to do it. But there's a time where Jesus sees you struggling in the boat, and he wants to pass by. He doesn't want to stop. He just want to pass by. We read that. I believe we read it all wrong. They go out in the storm, and out, while they're out there, there's a great storm that it, they, can, they they almost are about to sink. Jesus comes walking in the water, and the Bible says, would have passed by. And we actually think, they said, they're supposed to be saving for hell. That means you got to learn how to cry out. No, he wanted, not would have, he wanted to pass by. He wanted them to understand what I last did, now I want you to do. That was the second time they had been in a storm in a boat. They had already saw a man speak to the storm. Now, since I spoke to it last time, I'm going to pass by and let you speak to it this time. I no longer want you to be delivered. I want you to be the deliverer. But the problem is you're still acting off of what you heard. And not understanding it sets you up for hearing something else. He did not would have passed by. He wanted to pass by. Jesus, save us. You got to learn how to cry out. Jesus, save us. Jesus, save us. Didn't you just see me say, peace be still? So Jesus gets in the boat and say, you got to learn how to cry out. He rebuked them. He didn't want to get in the boat. He wanted them to speak to the storm. In this next season, you, this is not going to be, if you have been here through the time we're getting this new year, we are not going to pray about you being delivered. Right. This time we enter into the place where we now are clothed with power from on high. And we become deliverers. Can I help you understand something? Jesus wants to pass you by. When Jesus starts passing you by, you need to dance. When Jesus starts passing you by in the midst of your problem, you need to shout. You know why? Because the only reason why he passed you by, he's saying, I put something in that boy. I know I ain't got to jump into this one. He's going to open his mouth and things are going to change. I put something in that girl. I taught that girl how when she lifts her hands, things begin to move. I taught that girl that when she begins to prophesy, things begin to get routed. I don't want to stop. I just want to pass by and watch you whoop it. Oh, glory. Jesus wanted. He did not pass by because he wanted to stop the storm. He wanted to pass by so he could watch his sons whoop it. I want to see my son whoop a storm. just like I whooped the storm. I want to see my son cast out devils just like I cast out devils. I want to see my son lay hands on the sick just like I laid my hands on the sick. When Jesus starts passing you by, it's a good thing. Don't let him pass you by. I am. I'm going to let him pass me by because he's in me. God, what happens when we get it like that so the devil don't make me think that I gotta go get Jesus when the devil show up no Satan the Lord rebuke you how in the world can you say that unless the Lord is in you the Lord didn't say that I said that but the we're gonna make a song Jesus pass me by Jesus come on pass me by hey Jesus, pass me by. Hey, 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 G. Come on, pass me by. Hey, come on, pass me by. Hey. You like that, don't it? Go ahead and laugh. Sit there, act like he wanna laugh. I know Laquandre like that. He gonna talk about it with me later. Today. Today. Trust me, I'll get something. Pastor, you got to stop. Right? We would sound crazy to religion, wouldn't we? That seems almost silly to hear, to sing, but that's actually the song of the conqueror. The conqueror who has conquered, not the devil, because the devil's already conquered. The conqueror conquers religion. I hope y'all got that. We do not conquer the devil, he's already conquered. We conquer the religion that makes us believe he's not conquered. Jesus, man, that was a pretty good. Come on, pass me by. Remember me, Jesus, don't forget about me. You know, all those songs are for people who need to be delivered. But I actually, the reason why I went through a storm with you, he was actually, you know what he's prophetically doing? He was dealing with sin on a prophetic level. He calmed the storm that man couldn't calm to show them that he conquered something for man that man couldn't conquer which is ultimately points to sin. Now you do what I've already, you do what I've already done, that's it. Why do I have to ask Jesus to come when he lives in me? Right, come on. Now it moves from Jesus come to I'm letting Jesus out. No weapon formed against me Thank you. is able to prosper in every tongue that rises up. In judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the sons of God. Jesus, why you keep passing by? Because I put something in you. I want to encourage somebody that Jesus keeps on passing by. There's something in you that it's time for you to operate in. It's time for you to enter into New Testament reality. And finally be given the ear to hear that he lives in you. I know we heard it. We listened, but we ain't heard that. That's why we still think he has to come from heaven to save us. Right. Come on down. He ain't coming down. He already did. Thank you, Lord. He is he who was, is, and is to come. How did he come? How is he coming? And how is he going to come? He came as a man. He came back as the, he, he now abides on earth by the Holy Ghost and he's going to come back in body one day. He, he is, was, and is to come all at the same time. We ain't got to wait for Jesus just to come back. He's already come back and he's come back through us. All right. All right. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The question is can you hear that? Or do you feel, think I got to be an Old Testament prophet to go out in the wilderness so? I can find the Lord. God, where are thou? Tell me what if I need to do. Because I don't know what to do. And then you get inward impressions, but you keep on looking around other things and don't understand he's right in here. The only reason why many of us can't hear God is because we have not. Every man that had this hope in himself purified himself. You'll only hear God through you. You got to hear him through your heart. And the problem is, if your heart, your heart has to be purged through faith. Some people heard God but didn't hear God. You heard, I ain't telling you you didn't hear God. I heard God say, this is something I've just got to deal with. It ain't going to change overnight. True, Because he had to hear God through how you believed. You actually really did hear God. That, that just, it was now, it came to you as you're free now. But after it came through you to your ear, it was, I got to work through it. Why? Because it has to come through you. Why is faith so important? Because the messages stop getting mixed up the more I believe in God. Right? No, you did hear God. You did hear God tell you it's all right for y'all to live together, or it's all right for y'all to do this, or it's all right to still go to the club. It's all right to still listen to that. You, I'm not denying you. You just heard God through your heart. And by the time it came through your heart, it was all right. Every man that had this hope purifies himself. Because I understand if I'm going to hear God correctly, I got to do it through he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who doesn't lift his soul to vanity nor swear swear deceitfully. Amen? Amen? Bless the Lord. So you got all these people saying, what I hear God saying, doing, I think this. This is how I see it. You're saying it perfectly. It is exactly how you see it. Amen. And until you want to get to how God sees it, I'm not entertaining it. You can see it that way all you want to. I ain't entertaining it. Right. Amen? Amen. Glory be to God. Everybody stand to your feet.